Hey there, Preppy Mama. Callista here. Welcome to the New Mom Boss Podcast, episode 45. I hope you're doing well. I have a very special episode for you today. I think it's special because it could really help prepare you to breastfeed successfully. This episode is actually like a mini training. You may be pregnant or have a brand new baby and you're trying to figure out how this nursing your baby business is going to work out. Well, if you can crack the code and get a good latch, you will have won more than half the battle. Well, I shouldn't say battle because it's not a fight, but the breastfeeding journey is not always easy and there are a lot of different factors that go into play in breastfeeding. But in the very beginning, it's all about the latch. It's common to think that since breastfeeding is a natural thing, because it's existed since the beginning of motherhood, that it will be an easy thing. Natural does not mean easy, unfortunately. Breastfeeding a lot of times needs some help and guidance for both baby and mom before they get on track. So today, I'm going to tell you mamas about the four steps to getting a good latch. I'll take you through it step by step, and I even have a free PDF guide for you to download and keep to take beyond the podcast episode. It has a breastfeeding support worksheet that I highly encourage you to take the time to do before your baby arrives or as soon as possible so that you know exactly who to reach out to if you have any difficulties breastfeeding. The support network you create will be your safety net and you can get that PDF guide by going to newmomboss.com forward slash good latch, all one word, good latch. That's newmomboss.com forward slash good latch. I can't wait to share the four steps to getting a good latch without getting nipple ouchies so you can breastfeed confidently. That's coming up in just a second. But before we get started, I want to tell you about my Sleep Soundly workshop. If you're in the fourth trimester or are still pregnant, just keep this info in your back pocket for later. But if your little one is around five and a half months and you're ready for some good nightly rest, check out my workshop. It is short, sweet, and inexpensive. You can get all the details on it and sign up at newmomboss.com forward slash sleep dash workshop. I sleep trained all three of my kiddos using this method. It's safe and it works. So don't go another week of interrupted sleep if your baby is healthy and already five and a half months old. At this age, they are physically able to sleep through the night because they do not truly need to feed in the middle of the night. They should be doing all their feeding during the day and sleeping through the night. If you are still feeding them overnight, you are not doing them or yourself a favor. So check out newmomboss.com forward slash sleep dash workshop. I wish you really good nightly sleep in 2021. All right, let's get started. Hi, I'm Callista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond 
to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared, equipped with the proper knowledge, and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas-to-be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life, I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail, yet we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business, New Mom Boss, and started this show, The New Mom Boss Podcast, to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives, becoming a mom. I am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby. We moms are changing the world one baby at a time, and I can hardly wait to get started. So let's go. Okay, mamas, let's get into it. There are four steps in my breastfeeding process to getting a good latch. But before the four steps, I want to briefly talk about why a good latch is so important. It might be obvious why it's important, but let's break it down a little. Having a good latch reduces the risk of nipple injury. When a baby does not latch properly, The nipple can be chewed on, it can be chafed from the friction of the baby's mouth on your nipple, it can become raw and even bleed. When a baby is latched on well, it ensures that he or she will get an adequate amount of breast milk, helping baby get the nutrition he or she needs to grow and gain weight, and your nipple would be protected. So it's vital to the success of breastfeeding. An improper latch will make you feel like quitting breastfeeding earlier than you intended. You may feel breastfeeding is just not for you. You may start to supplement feedings with formula and supplementing with formula, especially early on in the baby's few weeks of life, will affect your supply and cut your breastfeeding journey short. So now that we've talked a little bit about the importance of a good latch, let's get you there. So four steps. Step one is all about mindset. You have to create a mindset that will foster breastfeeding success. There can be a lot of anxiety around breastfeeding in the first days after the birth of your baby. Put yourself in a mindset that cultivates confidence. Your body was meant to do this. You and your baby just need some practice for a few days, even up to a couple weeks in the beginning. But once you get it, 
you and baby will get into a groove that is amazing. Remind yourself that there is plenty of help. You may already know that you can get help right away in the hospital or birthing center where you're having your baby. There are breastfeeding support groups, lactation consultants, postpartum doulas, and you may have friends who have breastfed successfully, etc. You are not alone and you have to remember that. So keep in mind that you and baby are getting to know each other and remember that you're both learning. So you have to take it easy in the beginning if you don't get it right away. So step one is all about mindset, your thoughts, your energy, keep them positive and calm. You can be confident even when you feel like you don't know what you're doing yet. If you have the attitude like you're gonna get through this eventually and you're gonna learn it and you actually will if you keep following these steps, you're gonna keep your mindset intact. So that's step one. On to step two. Step two is Feeding cues. Learn the different states a baby has to help determine feeding times. So feeding cues are the state the baby is in. So feeding cues start at about day two to three after birth. And it's about after day two or three, you can start to see when baby needs to feed before they get super hangry. You will soon come to know the hungry, angry cry of a newborn. And if you can stay ahead of that, things will be much better. Now, here are the six feeding cues. Rooting, increasing alertness, flexing of legs and arms, hand to mouth, sucking on fingers or hands, and crying, the very latest feeding cue. So the first one is rooting, and this is when you see the baby turning his head like their mouth is searching for something. If you see baby doing this, take advantage of this early sign and breastfeed as soon as you can. Baby is still calm, and you'll be able to get into a good position and calmly start breastfeeding. The next stage is increasing alertness. This is while they're sleeping, meaning they are in a REM state, which is rapid eye movement, and you'll see it under their closed eyelids. This is a feeding cue that can be easily missed because the baby is asleep. If you see this and you know it's been a couple hours since the baby last fed, you might want to jump ahead and feed baby while they're in this state. The next one is flexing of legs and arms, which is self-explanatory. They're a little bit more active. It's probably been, again, another couple hours since their last feeding. You know, they're increasingly getting hungry, but they're not crying yet. This is a mid-cue feeding state. The next one is attempting to put hand to mouth. Another self-explanatory cue, the baby is looking for something kind of like rooting, but they're actually putting their hand to their mouth. And then the following feeding cue is actually finding their hand or fingers and they are starting to suck on it. This is getting into the pretty late stage of hunger and feeding cue. And then the very last one is the latest one. Crying obviously is a big sign that baby is hungry. Learning these different feeding cues will help you identify when your baby is starting to get hungry and get the feeding started earlier. That way, baby is calm and you are still calm because there's nothing like a hungry, crying baby that can frazzle a mom in the first few days. 
And it's also the best time to get a good latch. All right, step three is positioning. Determine the best feeding position for you and baby. There are a lot of different holds, and I'm not going to get into that here. I'm just going to talk about how you can position yourself and the general positioning your baby will be no matter what type of hold you guys do. So start out with finding a comfortable position for yourself. Use pillows or whatever else you think will make you feel comfy. You're going to be nursing for 30 to 40 minutes, so you want to take the time to set yourself up for comfort. Yes, babies take a long time to feed in the beginning. They get faster as they get a little older, but prepare for long feeds in the beginning. So let me talk you through the positioning. You can practice with a stuffed animal if you have one. It'll be a lot of little details here, but these things just become automatic once you get into the swing of things. Okay, first, hold the baby under the neck and shoulders, not under the back of their head. He will need to lift his head back, so don't place any pressure behind the head. The baby should be rotated towards you, so tummy to tummy, your tummy to baby's tummy, or chest to breast, baby's chest towards your breast. Next, line up baby's nose to your nipple. This part is not so instinctive. The natural instinct is to place the mouth in front of the nipple, but that will not help the baby latch on. Once the nose is lined up to the nipple, you move the baby back one to three inches, and as you move baby closer towards your nipple, he or she will lift their head back before they reach the nipple and latch on. This is much like how we tilt our head back to eat a big burger to get the whole thing in our mouth to take a bite. The lower lip and chin should reach the breast first once the baby is latched. You will see that the baby's lower lip will have more nipple than the upper lip. It's going to look asymmetrical, but that is normal. There should be a good seal, and the baby will suckle rapidly at first, about 8 suckles to 1 swallow. It changes to 2 sucks to 1 swallow or 1 suck to 1 swallow after the letdown, and that just means when your milk comes down. And this may alternate based on how fast and how thick the milk transfer is. It's important not to push the nipple into the mouth. It will put you and baby out of optimal position. So if the baby is not latching on after a few times and you, the baby, or both are getting frustrated, take a skin-to-skin break to reset, then try again. And then lastly with positioning, let your breastfeeding sessions be ended by your baby. When baby is full, his hands and body become relaxed. Hungry babies have clenched fists and full babies do not. So that's a good sign they're full. So that's the main points on positioning. And the last step is confirmation. Evaluate yourself and your baby. Once baby is attached to your breast, the next step is to check signs of a good latch. Ask yourself these questions. Is the latch comfortable and pain-free? Is baby calm? Are you and baby tummy to tummy or baby's chest and stomach against your body? Is baby's chin touching your breast? Are the baby's lips turned out like a fish? Because they should be. Is baby's mouth opened wide and around some breast tissue and not just the nipple? 
Is baby's tongue cupped under your breast? Do you hear or see swallowing? Do you see baby's ears moving slightly? That's a great sign that they're actually swallowing when you see their little ears moving back and forth. If you answered yes to all the questions, then bravo, you have a good latch. If you answered no to one, see if there's any slight adjustment you can make to shift baby into a good latch. If a slight adjustment isn't doing the trick though, start over. Insert a clean finger into baby's mouth towards your nipple to break the latch-ish, good latch, whatever you have going on, and then try again. You may even need to reset yourself, take a little break, and then go back to step one. And there you have it. I know it was a lot of information. It's a lot to take in right now. So listen to this episode again and grab a stuffed animal if you have one and go through each step. Don't forget to download the PDF guide by going to newmomboss.com forward slash good latch. My hope is that you take these steps and that they take you very far in your breastfeeding journey. And that's it. All right, friends, until next time, take care.